Hello, this is Reading with Finest. This is Finest. I'm back. It's been a while, probably since like November, since I've read to you guys. I have still been reading every day, just different things. Um, you know, took a little hiatus, trying to come at things differently. And I was trying to fit in making, uh, reading this and then summarizing them. You know, that's what I was trying to do. Well, it didn't happen. It's best as I, you know, it's best I like. But, and I just didn't do it, you know? But here I am going like, aha moment in the shower thinking like it's just about the practice you just got to just get up and read every day and uh post it and just see how it grows and be organic more and feel it you know of course i want to summarize these stories but we'll we'll, we'll just go like this for now <laughs> we'll see how it goes just about the practice of reading every day posting letting people hear your words maybe someone wants to hear these tales maybe i need to hear these tales and that's why i'm reading them the practice of reading. Don't get caught lost in all the other stuff. All the flash and fleeral. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, I think I'm at the story of... Because we finished last time. We finished... Did we finish a tale about the boy who went forth to learn what his fears were? I feel like I at least read that to myself and then tried to explain it. Um, long story short, with that one... A boy had no fear. He tried to find it. Nothing. Just, just was never fearful. Just really brave, very courageous. It was a lot of stuff of like, is it ignorance or is it bravery? Um, which is what I was stuck with for some of it. But it was a little bit of both. And I think um, that is some of the, like knowing too much, having too much information is where the fear comes in. Sometimes not knowing it and just believing in yourself is the best thing to do. Not sometimes, a lot of the time. Uh, but let's get this story started. We're going to read The Wolf and the Seven Young Kids. How about that? All right. That's a pretty short one. I'm going to read a little longer episodes. Look, look, I'm getting up earlier. I'm, I'm getting my schedule together. I'm on it. I can read a longer story. You can stick there with me with the longer story. You know, I used to hate reading longer stories. You were there. It's probably a couple episode, episodes ago. And we'll see once I start reading if I, you know, change on mine. All right. The Wolf and the Seven Young Kids Once upon a time, there was an old goat who had seven young kids, and she loved them as many mother loves her children. One day, she decided to go into the forest to fetch some food. So she called all seven of them to her, and she said, Dear children, I'm young. I'm going in. Dear children, I'm not young. I'm going into the forest, and I want you to be on your guard against the wolf. If he gets in here, he'll eat you up. Skin and bones. That villain often disguises himself, but you can recognize him right away by his gruff voice and black feet. Dear mother, the kid said, we'll take care of yourself. We'll take care of ourselves. Just go out and don't worry about leaving us here. The old goat belated and went on her way with an easy mind. 
But it was not long before someone knocked at the door and called out, Open up, dear children, your mother's back and has brought something for each of you. But the kids knew it was the wolf by his gruff voice. We're not opening up, they cried out. You're not our mother. She has lovely, a soft, lovely voice. And yours is gruffed. You're the wolf. The wolf went away to a shopkeeper and brought a big piece of chalk, which he ate. And it made his voice soft. Then he returned, knocked on the door, and called out. <laughs> Open up, dear children. Your mother back and has brought something for each of you one of you but the wolf had put his black paw on the window sill and when the children saw it they cried out we're not opening up our mother doesn't have black paws like you you're the wolf the wolf ran to the baker and said i've stubbed my toe but put some dough on my foot for it, for me. After the beggar covered his paw, he ran to the miller and said, Sprinkle some, some white flour on my paw. The miller thought the wolf wants to trick someone, so he refused. But the wolf said, If you do, I'm changing all these voices up. So it's all right. If you do, if you don't do it, I'll eat you up. <laughs> chalk the that fright this frightened the miller so he made the wolf's paw white yes indeed that's why that's the way people are now the villain went to the house for a third time knocked and said open up children your dear mother's back and has brought something from the forest for one of e you each of you the kids cried out. First, show us your paw so we know that you're you're really our mother. He put his paw on the windowsill, and when they saw that it was white, they believed him and opened the door. Yet, who else but the wolf stepped inside? The kids, well, kids were terrified and tried to hide themselves. The first kid ran and jumped under the table, the second into the bed, the third into the oven, the fourth into the kitchen, the fifth into the cupboard, the sixth under the wa wash bin, and the seventh into the clock case. However, the wolf began to find them and make short shrift of them. He swallowed one after the other down his throat, but... He was unable to find the youngest in the clock case. When the wolf had satisfied his desire, he trotted off, lay down beneath the tree on a green meadow, and fell asleep. Shortly after, the old goat came home from the forest, and oh, what a sight met her eye. The door to, the, to her house was wide open. The tables, chairs, and benches were turned over. The watchman lay on the ground in pieces, the cover and pillows were stripped off the bed. She finally looked for her children, but they were nowhere to be found. Finally, when she got near the youngest, she heard a soft voice calling, Dear mother, I'm in the clock case. She drew him out 
and he told her that the wolf had come and had eaten up all the others. While you can imagine how she wept over her poor children, at length she went outside, still grieving, while the youngest kid ran beside her. Then they reached the meadow. She found the wolf snoring sound so loudly that the tree branches above him were trembling. She ex she exclaimed, examined him for all from all sides and saw that something was moving and wiggling in his stuffed stomach. Oh God, she thought, could it be that my poor children that he gobbled up for his supper are still alive? She went she sent the little kid home to fetch scissors, needle, and thread. Then she cut the monster's belly open, and no sooner did, it, did she make the first cut than a kid stuck out his head. As she cut some more, all six then jumped out, one after the other. There were, they, were, they were all still alive and had not suffered the least bit of harm, for the monster's glutton had been so great that he had swallowed them whole. What joy there was. They hugged their dear mother and hoped uh, and, uh, and yeah, hoped about hopped about like a tailor at his own wedding. But the old goat said, Now go and look for some stones in the field. We'll fill the godless beast's belly with them while he still sleeps. The seven kids quickly fetched some stones and put as many as they could into his stomach. Then the old goat sewed him up again with such speed that he did not notice a thing, nor did he even stir. Even the wolf had slept to his content. He stood up, and since the stones in his stomach had made him very thirsty, he wanted to go to the well and have a drink. However, he began to walk. He swayed back and forth, and the stones in his body knocked against each other and rattled. Then he cried out, Oh, <coughs> chalk breath. What that in my belly rumbling? Could it be my bones are crumbling? Six little kids that I thought I ate. They're more like stones with all their weight. When he reached the well and leaned over to drink the water, the heavy stones pulled him in, and he was drowned in, the mis in a miserable way. Upon seeing this, the seven kids ran up to the well and cried aloud, The wolf is dead. The wolf is dead. Then they took their mother and danced in joy around the well. And that is the story of the wolf and the seven young kids. Sad for the wolf, you know. Wolf was just doing wolf things. Wolf did actually more than wolf things. Wolf was really innovative and, and ate some chalk and, and got some, some stuff for his paws and and really was trying the best that he could. He ate them the whole. Uh, taking them out of their misery really quickly. Didn't could have made it really dirty and, and messy there for the mom to come to see. Uh, but instead, you know, he got them stones and they danced around him, dead in the well or drowned. Um, that was reading with finest. I'll be back to here tomorrow to read to you again. Hey, hey, try to read every day. If not, yo, I know I can speak from experience that it's okay if you don't read every day. 
the world will keep on turning. Everything will keep on spinning. Everything will be all right. But if you can, try to read every day. Why not? Why not? All right. Today's the day. Let's get it.